Welcome to the World of Trucking podcast. Recently, we were invited to join Relay Payments in Atlanta, Georgia for their annual Relay Roundup. The Relay Roundup is a time where their entire team can meet and collaborate on current and future projects. This was an exciting opportunity for our team as we were given an in-depth look at just how a tech company operates from the inside looking out. We feel fortunate to have known Relay Payments since early 2020, when we were introduced to Relay Codes, a solution that has completely disrupted, in a good way, the way shippers, carriers, brokers, and receivers pay for accessorials while on the road. Now, if you haven't heard Relay, stick around, because during our last day in Atlanta, Co-founder and president Spencer Barkoff agreed to sit down and share just a little bit more of what makes Relay Payments so special. We also discuss how he and business partner Ryan Droji got their start, why they chose the supply chain industry out of so many others, what gives the team at Relay the secret sauce, and what is to come for Relay Payments in 2023. Without further ado, please welcome Relay Payments co-founder and president Spencer Barkoff. Thank you again for your time. I know you're a busy man, so take 100%. it. And, so you guys I, I feel like too. we have that mutual mutual connect. That you know, you had that big party, you know, the, the company party, and just inviting us into your family. It's, it means a lot to us. So thank you from the bottom of our heart. You guys were great. I appreciate, uh, appreciate that. Dan was having a great time. So oh, Dan's, yeah. Yeah. Dan, awesome. <laughs> Dan's always having a great time. <laughs> it was great to see Dan having a good time, and again, that that makes it all worth it. We're sitting right now at your corporate headquarters in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, gray skies in the background, still beautiful city. I know 15,000 foot level. What is Relay Payments? So Relay Payments at a 15,000 foot level is a, a digital payment network for the transportation, supply chain, logistics industries. We help drivers make over the road payments to increase their efficiency on the road and reduce back office burdens for fleets, brokers, carriers, shippers, and everyone in between. Our belief is, hey, we have consumer-like experiences that you and I have when we go to the grocery store, we're able to tap our phone and make a payment. And we just didn't understand why in the logistics industry, drivers have to wait hours to make payments using paper-based fleet checks or cash. And just felt like there had to be a a better way, creating more of a Venmo, PayPal-like experience in trucking. We've been fortunate enough to meet a lot of your people and you know, Ryan Droji, your your partner, and how you guys connected and, and Surge and just how you guys started. But what actually, where's Spencer back, you know, 15 years ago or sure. when, you're, when you're in high school? What got you, do you think, to this point? Yeah, I'm originally from New York and I came down to Atlanta to, to go to school. Uh, I was actually going to play baseball, but that lasted about six months because I realized that everyone uh, down in the South plays a lot more baseball than us back North. And that was uh, that was the end of that dream. Um, I ended up going to the business school uh, at Emory University and um, wrote a business plan for uh, for my first business, and it was in the education technology space. Um, did that for about four years. We ended up selling the business, but it was more of a soft landing for investors. But it taught me a lot about going go to market, running a business, um, and it allowed me to not have to get a get a real job and you know go out on the entrepreneurial venture. Something we all want, you know. That's right. <laughs> yeah. um, so after about four years, I worked at a company called Techstars, and Techstars was a startup incubator. We helped companies go to market. And I saw thousands and thousands of companies, a lot of what worked, a lot of what didn't, um, and learned a lot about, it's really about the team, right? And people and communication and alignment. Um, and that's a lot of the, at the beginning, saw a lot of companies not succeed because of that. Um, Ryan and I then met at our former company uh, where he ran technology and I ran revenue. 
Uh, and then we started Relay about four years ago um, with the goal of, of transforming payments in the supply chain. Um, we spent thousands of hours at the docks uh, and at warehouses and at truck stops, just talking to whoever would talk to us and learning and watching how they made payments. Uh, and after seeing some of the inefficiencies as entrepreneurs, you, you're like, man, there's, there's an opportunity here. Uh, so we jumped in to, to start the business. What made you and Ryan decide that, hey, transportation's where it's at? Because that's generally not typical. I mean, a lot of people seem to look at, you know, the logistics industry as high risk or it's just kind of, um, Travis, uh, yesterday at the panel, you mentioned that it was... Uh, Dirty. Yeah, and it's kind of in the background. It's kind of hidden. Um, Invisible what, industry. What, was that by chance? Do you have people in your family running or friends or is it just you saw an opportunity there? Yeah, we actually um, we actually met a freight broker and heard a lot about some of the issues that uh, they had around making payments, around making lumper payments specifically. Uh, and that is what allowed us to, to jump in. And then, you know, we really got in there and fell in love, right? When you see the type of people that are in our industry, right? And they're real people and they're hardworking Americans and, you know, they're just trying to keep the country running. It's kind of hard not to, to get in there and actually start helping and serving these people uh, when you see some of the stuff that they have to deal with over the road, right? Um, and after talking to drivers and really talking to fleets and large brokerages, you just saw that uh, everyone's real. It doesn't get more real than logistics and trucking. And we all have a common goal. Uh, and we all really align on that goal, uh, especially when you go to shows and trade shows and you meet with other people in the industry. Everyone's just, you know, has the same mission. Um, and it's easy to fall in love. And then once you get in, you don't get out, right? I think... Uh, it's most people just hang out in the industry for their entire careers and they don't want to go anywhere. But that's really how we got into it, was just hearing from people that were experiencing the problems. I experienced this with you and uh, Matt Miller when we first uh, onboarded us. And that's really what connected me with you guys. I give a lot of credit to Relay, actually, how we built our team, maybe just by chance of you know that team connection, because you guys gave that to us. And being able to connect those two two things together, I think is, is brilliant. And um, I don't think a lot of people are doing it with the right intentions. I, I know Relay is. Hear, hearing about how Tori and Dan talked about you all was also amazing, right? And how they consider you all family. I think Dan was telling me about his previous employer and you know pulled loads for them for 14 years and why he left and went into that story and said how he found and met you all um, and how this is the best job he's ever had in his life. Um, and that is how we want to build our business. That's how we are building our businesses, right? We want people to love coming to work every day. We want them to wake up on Monday morning and uh, get ready for the week. We, everyone's an owner at Relay, um, every single person. That took a lot of work to set up. And so because they're owners, we make, help them understand that the decisions they make and the work that they put in helps increase the value of their ownership in the company. Um, and so that is really one of our core tenets of how we've, um, how we bring people in, how we retain people, how we promote people uh, is one of those principles. The other three principles we have are really around owning the work, right? So Ryan and I are never going to ask you to do something that we haven't done. Um, and we truly mean that. Like we have done every single thing. Uh, the only thing we're not allowed to do is uh, code because search kicked Ryan out of the code base. <laughs> Uh, Surge is a smart man, so Surge I can see what happens. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and we really preach, you know, being in it together, no egos. Doesn't matter whose idea it is, as long as the company wins, we all win. Um, politics, ego, that nonsense is there's just no place for that here. Um, and then we're always 
the inventing the future, right? And like, how can we do things better, do things faster, um, do things that have never been done before uh, across every single function and every single department. And so those are really the three core principles we drive folks by and ensuring everyone understands and remembers they're an owner every step of the way. It's awesome. I, I had a chance to speak with Ryan for a little bit last night at the Christmas party. And he, I asked him about delegation and then his hiring principles. And he told me about a book and he said, that, you know, the three qualities that you guys look for is hungry, humble, and smart. Yeah. And you just kind of mentioned that. And uh, you can see that in both you and Ryan and the entire team. As we grow, that's, that's probably one of our most challenging things right now, right? I mean, we talk about it all the time is delegation and how to get the right people and find them. Yeah, Hungry, Humble, Smart is, is definitely the three. It's, I think, the book's called Ideal Team Player. Uh, and it talks about um, when certain folks have hungry and humble but not smart, what that can cause. Or if you're smart and hungry but not humble, what that can cause. And they have different names for, the, uh, for folks that don't have all three but have two of the three. Um, and the importance of having all three is really, it's, it's pretty simple, right? Uh, and it allows you to hire people that have all three um, and ways to look to make sure people have all three. When you, when you know in your gut, you know, right? When someone's bringing in politics or ego and you just got to get that out as quick as possible yeah. uh, because people then focus on that. And then instead of helping folks like y'all or, or your drivers or the industry and your competitors are going to, you know, take advantage of that. No time for it. Well, congrats on it because you grew from a, I mean, Relay grew at, at a phenomenal rate. I mean, you know, I, I remember a year ago or when, you know, again, when we met you at first, you had like 10, 14 people yeah. and then you go to 40 and 140 and you, I mean, it's just going nuts. So congrats on that because that's even harder to do. It's been really exciting this week to meet the people in the back and, and ask them, hey, can you do this? And can you integrate with this? And the reason we actually found Relay was, uh, I believe it was Craig called Travis, put me in touch actually with Gus and then on with Matt. And that is the lumber payment system, yeah. which we were like, thank, you know, thank God, because at that point we were delivering, you know, late night receivers. And uh, it's, I mean, it was a game changer. It still is to this day. Um, uh, no one can even touch that. There's really three main problems we're trying to solve there, right? Or we are solving there. Um, the first one is that when you all deliver late night, the driver gets told the amount of the lumper fee, right? And what he's going to do is he's going to call you to get a, a payment authorization, to get a fleet check. Well, that call is probably happening at 3 a.m. I know, John, you need your beauty rest, so you don't want to be, you don't want to be woken up at 3 a.m. And, um, and so that, you know, that's the first problem, right? The phone calls and the inefficiencies of finding out the, um, you know, the amount of the time at the transaction. And then you get that amount, you get that express code, you got to find a, a paper check. And the driver doesn't have a check, he or she's got to knock on, you know, his buddy's door to find one. I've seen drivers have to leave the warehouse, drive to a truck stop, get a check to come back. Ridiculous, all for a $150 payment. Um, driver writes out the check, hands it over to the lumper. Lumper's got to call the 800 number on the check. There's a authorization time that that payment takes. If the one of the 24 digits is wrong, now the driver's calling you back at 3.30 a.m., right? Yep. Um, and all of that's just killing efficiency. Let's say the payment does go through and the driver's getting the paper receipt, right? In order to help you all get reimbursed by the customer, by the shipper. And if the driver loses the receipt or doesn't get it to you fast enough, you're not getting reimbursed for a payment that you're making on behalf of your customer. And then you're either short paying the driver or you're eating that reimbursement. Um, and so once we 
understood that and saw it all happen, you know, we were able to come in and, and really isolate those three problems and solve them each in a unique way, right? So Relay is instant. So we eliminated all that time. Um, because Relay is not cash, you can issue it beforehand. So you don't have to wake up at 3 a.m. and that's an instant transaction. And then we're automating the receipt back to you so that you can get reimbursed instantly. You don't have to short pay your driver uh, and you, or you don't have to eat the costs. Um, so that's, that's really an overview of that solution and um, some of the problems that we heard from our customers and from the industry. Can you tell us about that first transaction on Lumpers and then maybe we can touch on some other products you guys got going? Sure. Uh, the first transaction was, was wild. Uh, it was, I remember it was at 2.08 a.m. in Saxonburg, Pennsylvania at, I believe it was an Aldi's. Uh, and Coyote Logistics was our first customer on the brokerage side. Um, we spent about a year integrating into the different warehouse management systems and uh, lumper management systems to facilitate that transaction on the receiving side. Um, we actually integrated into Coyote's proprietary TMS system uh, on the carrier side. And I remember uh, I had to be in person for the first one. So I'm you know, sitting at the dock at 2 a.m. There's only four of us at the company or three of us at the company at the time. Ryan and Serge are back in Georgia at 208. Ryan's in his basement. We're all on the phones. And I'm like, oh, I think this is the driver. Yeah. Uh, and I remember, the, I remember the driver coming in. His name was Big Mike, self-proclaimed Big Mike. And Big Mike uh, came in. He was like, I got this relay code. And, you know, no one ever knew what a relay code was. And, I, and then the lady uh, who was working for the lumper company looked at me and I was like, yeah, that's, that's it. I'm like, yeah. That's him. Uh, Take it. That's Take him. It. Take the code. Uh, he's like, do you have, a, you have a check for this code? And we're like, nope, you don't need a check, sir. Like, uh, provided the code. She typed it in. The light turned green. Wow. Uh, you know, instant. And they all looked at me. And they're like, that's it? And I was like, that's it. And Mike, Big Mike went, all right. And, I was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and that was it. She's like, I, paperwork? Like, you don't need a receipt. It went right back to your broker. And... Um, that was the first transaction. I remember it very well. I like how you, you knew the exact time. I mean, that was obviously a major Huge milestone. Moment. I mean, was that a celebration moment for you and Ryan and Serge? Or were oh, you, yeah. are you the guys that just, you're right back on the plane and I'm going back? Yeah, we have a, uh, we don't do a good job of celebrating the small wins. Um, and we know that. And so we have tried to be intentional about celebrating small wins. Uh, but that was one of those that were like, okay, you know, first transaction done, it worked. We got you know millions of more to do. Uh, let's get back to work. Um, but we did definitely take a moment to understand the significance of that was the first end-to-end -end electronic payment uh, that took place between a broker, a carrier, and a lumper instantly, really ever, right? That didn't require phone calls, that didn't require authorizations, that didn't have a paper seats involved. Um, the fact that we were able to do that end-to-end -end for the first time ever was definitely amazing. Sure. Anyone that hasn't heard of Relay, I mean, I know you, at this point you have 300,000 downloads, I believe. I mean, for anyone that hasn't heard of Relay, though, I mean, it is a game changer. You know, Travis and I were both like, you know, at that time, I think we were five trucks, you know, we were, we were smaller. It was a game changer. And I remember being on the phone with you and being like, we got we to gotta integrate here and here and here and here and here, just like every other customer would be. Right. Since that date with Big Mike, um, uh, how many transactions have you guys put through with of Lumber? codes yeah so i heard a stat the other day that we're about to hit our billionth dollar oh that was run through the relay system wow um 
And we work with eight of the top 10 LTL carriers in the U.S. They've got a whole other slew of issues when it comes to lumper fees. You know, your Old Dominions, your SIAs, your SDs. Um, we work with, I think it's seven of the top 34 hires, including Hirschback, J.B. Hunt, Martin Schneider, uh, and then about 85,000 owner operators or small fleets, um, and then about 1,000 fleets uh, and 300,000 drivers on our app. And that's happened all in four years, uh, which has been a wild, wild ride. Um, and I think it was COVID I definitely accelerated it, right? Because you were, at the first time in history, drivers weren't allowed inside of the warehouse at a lot of warehouses. Uh, which was you know, never has happened before. And we built a lot of technology that allowed the truck driver to check out from his cab, uh, which was needed because these warehouses were scrambling. They didn't know what to do, right? Because you had to create a contactless experience. Uh, and so that definitely helped accelerate the business. And we were, you know, every startup has a little bit of luck, right? So we were definitely right place, right time there. Um, and we're able to quickly build solutions for some of the largest grocery and cold storage grocery retailers and cold storage warehouses in the United States, um, the rest is history. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure your customers have the same response I've had because, you know, travel like with the, you know, the TMS offers we've used in the past and, and, and actually Rick, you've seen this with the brokers you work for, the software is generally not very intuitive. And I'm, you know, Spencer and the team onboarded me, uh, with the relay, you know, payments portal in the background. And I remember telling you guys like, that's it. You know, it's just so simple and so straightforward. Um, I, I imagine your response from that's been great. Uh, have you got a lot of that? That's it, Spencer? Yeah, we've got, a, we've got a lot of that's it. Um, we have a phenomenal team, right? We're working with our product and engineering teams. Ryan and I have worked with different folks in this team off and on for the last 15 years. Um, Gio, who's our over product and leads our designs team as well. Like everything he delivers and builds is user experience first. Right? How do we just simplify things? Uh, we always talk about, you know, Microsoft Word and all complex, right? Tons of different buttons, tons of different icons, tons of like, what is the simplest thing uh, that the user needs to do um, and cut everything else out? Um, and so that's been our mantra, uh, one of our design principles um, and some of our product principles. From an engineering standpoint, we ensure uh, every penny ends up where it's supposed to. Uh, and we don't go down, knock on, knock on wood, right? Um, which you, you can't, right? And so we, everything we build has failovers. Everything we build ensures that we're up 24-7, 365 because you all are delivering 24-7, 365. Uh, and so we can't go down. We won't go down. Um, and that's part of our, you know, we call it PED, product engineering and design. Our PED process is keeping it simple, focusing on the user and ensuring we don't go down and every penny ends up where it needs to go. We're going to kind of step into a little bit of unknown territory sure. as far and some new stuff, but uh, uh, fuel. I know, uh, you know, I know this is a huge thing, and and really, I've got to, I've been fortunate enough to see kind of the backside of it. It's obviously a big cost. A lot of owner operators are watching this, listening to this. You know, it it hurts. It hurts them. You know, and and you guys are solving that problem quickly. And uh, some of the stuff we saw the last couple of days is exciting, Spencer. So, uh, congratulations on that. But I don't want to, you know spill the beans on anything. I'm just going to let you talk sure. about, you know, what is fuel to you? So we went uh, back to our 85,000 fleets, owner operators, brokers, and said, Hey, where do you want us to focus next? Like, what are your, what are your 
next biggest problems, right? Um, and because we did such a good job on the lumper payment, I think we earned the right to even ask that question, right? And what we heard from folks was really a couple different areas. One was parking, right? And so how does a driver, based on hours of service, they're getting close to the end of their hours of service, you know, how do we find and pay for parking or just find parking? So that was one area we started focusing on. Um, the second area we started focusing on was helping drivers get paid by their broker. So we heard a lot from our broker customers, some of the back office nightmare that comes with actually issuing payments to the carrier after they deliver the load. Uh, and so that was the, the second area that we really focus in the third area because fuel is the biggest expense is how can we create a fuel experience that's plastic less, so that's uh, mobile first. Um, how do I get you know great discounts and how do I have great technology that's fraud free? Uh, and so those are really the three the three additional areas we really started focusing on after the lumper payment. You're having great success with with all of them. I know. Relay Direct, right? Yeah, Relay Direct. Relay Direct, you go through and it's like, again, that's it. You know, it's just a straightforward process and your team is working at light speed to make this stuff work out, so. Yeah, you all have been uh, an incredible partner. You've, you've been an early adopter, I believe, of almost every one of our products, which Let's is- keep it going. Let's keep it going. It's amazing. <laughs> We're ready for the next one. We appreciate that. Um, yeah. And, you know, I we also have loved your feedback because you, you tell it how it is, right? If something's not working or something needs to be different, you tell us, we iterate. Um, but Relay Direct has been one of those products to help. I know Rick's been working with our Relay Direct product and helping him pay carriers after the load is delivered. And how's that been going so far? It's good. It's good. We're uh, as we continue to scale, we want to use it more and more. So I think uh, it makes everything a lot easier. You know. So I mean, that's kind of the whole goal is the the idea of instantaneous payment. How are you doing it before? When we started the brokerage, we didn't do anything else but Relay. So I guess that's the answer for it. <laughs> but but it, the old brokerage you worked at, I mean, you weren't necessarily in accounting, but I mean, it's, you, you know. I uh, issued a lot of comm checks though. Yeah. I don't know how big of a pain in the ass it was. So. Right, if we're actually able to add real value uh, and hearing stories like that is what makes it all worth it. From the fuel perspective, we've been hearing stories from both merchants, drivers, and fleets about uh, fr problems with fraud, right? And skimmers at the pump um, and how folks are, you know, who's responsible when that fraud takes place. Um, and that's all just because a lot of the technology is antiquated, right? It's, um, it's the same systems that have been around for decades. Uh, and it's just time to, to change it, to bring it into the, you know, the 21st century, right? The, and what we were talking about in terms of the experience that we have when we pay for fuel, uh, when we pay for groceries and why can't all that come into logistics? And so um, we're really excited about fuel it's a huge focus for us in 23. Um, we want to help drivers continue to keep their trucks moving um, with instant payments. We want to help them get really big, big fuel discounts so that we can put more money back into their, their pocket. And we want to create fraud-free transactions for fleets. And that's going to be our big focus in 23. I mean, you're already doing it. And I know, you know, you're talking about your first milestone with Coyote, right? Yeah. We kind of got to experience a first milestone with you yesterday. I'm not going to say like the, you know, what the number was, the milestone was again, unless you yeah. want to mention it, but it, that's cool. It's cool to see that, you know, you get, you know, you and, and, and Ryan get up in front of your team and let that know and to be a, to be a win for everybody. Cause it should be, it's a major, you know, it's a major battle to get people to change systems and change ways of thinking and whatnot. And obviously, I mean, uh, you know, I always call myself a, a relay fanboy cause it, it's more for the people, right? I mean, it's, and it's a tribute to you guys too. I've learned a lot here. There's a lot, your, your team has taught me a lot about trucking. You know, I was having a conversation, Travis and I were actually having a conversation with Chad 
yeah. and fuel. And it was so valuable. I wish, uh, you know, Rick's really into fuel, but he, he was off busy doing selling or whatever, you know, what he does. And um, he was, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was really explaining the back end of fuel. And it's, you're, you've got team members that are just invaluable. I can imagine that you completely agree that have a knowledge very, very deep in the industry that makes really what it is. Cause I'm, I'm learning about the trucking industry from your team when, you know, you'd think that, you know, Travis and I'd be doing it the other way around and it's just not. You have to share those wins with the team, right? Because the team did it. Um, and they, you have to continue to let them know that the hard work they're putting in is actually making a difference in what we're able to accomplish. Um, we were really intentional when we built the team to focus on folks from the industry and, and folks from outside the industry, right? So the folks from the industry bring a lot of knowledge about how it's happened in the past, you know, the dynamics of the different players and how it all works together. Outside payments uh, experience brings how it works in other industries. And the combination of that and the debate that happens through that um, allows us to bring something to market that both has familiar aspects to it for folks in the industry, but also has a, a new spin on it with, um, you know, with technology and innovation uh, mixed into it. You, you know, what, what fueled your growth? Like, how did you get to a point now that you're sitting here and you're, what, how did this happen? I got to start with the people, right? Like we have, Ryan and I very early on knew that the hardest thing we were going to have to do was hire, retain, culture, uh, people, management. And so we brought on uh, a CPO or chief people officer who was effectively our head of HR. Uh, and we brought her on before most companies do. We brought on about 20 I think she consulted with us early, but about 20 people. And she helped us scale people and all the things that come with people um, and helping us define our values and our success criteria, um, ensuring everyone was an owner and, and, and what that meant for the company. And so that's that's one aspect of what's fueled our growth is just people and the focus and being intentional about people. Um, I think the second area that's fueled our growth is some of the product and engineering principles we talked about. Um, and the focus on technology. Um, I think the third area was listening to the customer. And I, it's a little cliche, but the way we build product, I started with, hey, Ryan and I go, we spend a thousand hours at truck stops, at the docks, at the warehouse, listening and understanding. We don't build anything until we listen. And I think if I remember we were talking about Relay Go uh, when it first came out. Um, and we just built a very, very simple MVP. And then we got it out into the market because we want to build what you tell us to build, right? What's going to be of value to you and your business and to your drivers. Uh, and I think what's really fueled our growth is the way in which we build product. We don't sit in a room and pontificate on a whiteboard uh, and then bring it to market. But what we do rather is we come to you with designs. We come to you with ideas and innovation. And you put us and direct us in ways that's going to help your business. And then we go back and engineer it. Uh, and then we know it's going to be right uh, because you've told us and others have told us what it needs to be. Um, and so that allows us to reduce our cycle time, right, uh, and actually make it happen faster. What kind of, uh, what kind of results have you seen from your customers uh, by using the Relay Payments app so far? Yeah, so we, um, I'll start on the lumper side. Um, you know, some of the larger companies we work with on the fleet side, for example, Old Dominion or Coyote or Schneider or J.B. Hunt, I think uh, Old Dominion was telling us that they lose about 15% of their receipts, meaning that they don't get the receipts back from the driver, um, which means they're not getting reimbursed. And 
I believe they were doing about $10 million in lumper fees a year. So if you're not getting reimbursed for 15% of them, that's a million five. Uh, it's a lot of money. Um, and simply just providing them with an automated receipt got them back that million five. And they told us that they were able to get reimbursed on cost centers that they haven't been reimbursed on 10, 15, 20 years. Um, that was on the receipt side and, and the automated of automation of paperwork, really one of the benefits there. Uh, on the time on dock side, um, we're able to actually measure through some of the data that we have and some of the systems that we integrate with uh, the time it takes for a driver to make a fleet check payment um, or a cash payment or a credit card payment versus a relay payment. Uh, on average, we see about an 18 minute savings. Um, and we've seen that firsthand from some of our large carrier partners that, you know, if they're doing, let's call it a thousand loads and you're saving 18 minutes per transaction, that's 18,000 minutes. Uh, and if you divide that by 60, and I'm not going to be able to do that off the top <laughs> of my head, but that, that amount of time goes back into their hours of service, right? The driver's able to, because they're on the clock when they're at the warehouse, right? And so if you're able to get the driver off 18 minutes faster than with a fleet check, just extrapolate that out to the number of lumper payments you have to make. I mean, that adds up. And so we've seen, for example, JB Hunt, uh, I believe it was 65,000 hours after you quantify how many payments they have to make and how much time they believe they're gonna save, um, which is an extraordinary amount of time. Um, and those are really the two quantifiable metrics is really the receipt savings and the time savings. Um, so we're also able to measure uh, the elimination of the phone call. Um, and so uh, Coyote Logistics uh, was actually able to reallocate some of their uh, after hours call center folks to different tasks uh, because they didn't have to facilitate uh, check payments anymore or deal with the calls that came in from the driver at three in the morning or at 3 p.m. in the afternoon because the payment was not cash. And so they were able to make that payment instantly. And so I think those are three really good examples of like of quantifiable results of eliminating phone calls, the instant transaction at the dock, and then the automation of paperwork and the benefit that that can have to a large carrier. And then that all goes downstream to you know mid and small size fleets as well, right? Because it's the same problems, it's the same phone calls, it's the same time, and it's the same receipt loss and paperwork uh, challenges, and whether you have two trucks, 20 trucks, 10,000 trucks, the problems are still there. And it's just the magnitude of the ROI depends on how many trucks you have. I used to be, a we all used to be drivers, right? Yep. I'll tell you another little secret out there. If you use that relay code, it puts you to the front of the line. When you go mm -hmm. to these lumpers, there's 15 people in line most of the time and yours goes in instantly and they start working on your truck first. Mm. When you have to go stand in that line, you go get to the front of the line and then he has to hand some paperwork to somebody and then they tell him, go work on door 17. They start working on your truck quicker. That's, that's amazing to hear. And those are some of the added benefits. I think it's a great point on the smaller fleet side. So I know, Travis, I, we've heard stories about how Smaller companies don't have that, maybe that overnight person. Yes. So either they they're calling me, they're calling you. Like I'm getting sleep at night right. because Spencer made relay happen. <laughs> and I love that receipt because as a, when we were smaller growing up, I don't pay attention as much anymore, but you're hooked. Everything's hooked to your phone. And I could tell when people were getting uh, unloaded and delivered because I would get that receipt. 
yeah. that receipt would come right to my phone and it would say relay payments. And I know that's it. I know it's the receipt for that lumper. And I know like, okay, he's going to be empty in time for his next thing because I'm going to call the guy. I, I just saw the lumper receipt come in. 2023 for relay. Uh, what's it look like? 2023 is going to be convinced it's going to be our best year yet. Uh, we're going to continue what we do in the lumper space, right? We're accepted virtually everywhere in the United States. We work with some of the largest fleets, as we've talked about. We're going to continue to expand and get the word out there uh, for large, small, mid-sized fleets, brokers, and continue to do what we do there. Uh, and then we're also going to continue to help brokers uh, make payments to, to carriers um, and to facilitate that, that fleet payment or that settlement payment uh, at the end of the load. Uh, and then we're going to go deep into parking and fuel uh, and really continue to build out our networks there to continue to innovate our technology. We keep hearing from drivers. I think Dan said it yesterday. Number one problem on the road, how to find and pay for parking. Uh, instead of just pulling over on the side of the road, it's unsafe. It's not secure. Uh, you can get tickets. That ticket's coming out of his pocket. Uh, and so we're really focused there to continue to help drivers uh, and then continue to help folks get really good, good discounts uh, on fuel, uh, fraud-free transactions, and do it all on a mobile first experience that's super simple that everyone can understand uh, that you and I are used to in every other aspect of our lives. And so that's the focus for 23, and we're really excited. Awesome. We're excited about it too, Spencer. Um, again, thank you so much for inviting us into your home with your team member. You've built something that's incredible. We all look up to you. Um, I hope that's evident. So thank you so much for everything you're doing, and we look forward to hopefully continue the partner partnership for many, many years to come. We hope that, uh, we like to say, Relay is gonna be the default payment option for the next 50 years and well beyond. And for you all to come down to Atlanta, join our panels, help talk to all of our people, you all and hearing how you build the business and the principles that you all have for your drivers and hearing why in a driver shortage uh, and driver retention is so crucial. Why your drivers stick with you and aren't going anywhere. I'm not gonna share the secret sauce. Um, <laughs> But that uh, is motivating. Uh, we appreciate your partnership. You're invited every year to the Christmas party. Uh, and again, we thank you very much for, for being here. Well, be careful when you say that because we'll be back. So. I know. It's great. <laughs> awesome. Let's do it. Thanks so much, Mr. I appreciate Thanks, you, man. John. You're awesome. Thanks, Rick. Yeah. That was really, really good. Yeah.